previously on Box Cutters. Ahead of time. Sorry. Sorry, people of people of the the good people of the internet. Please be forgiving. Yeah, they generally are. Good. Do you want to rewind the tape and start again? Can we do it again? I'm really sorry. I just I could have sworn you said CBS. I'm rewinding. You're not supposed to talk when I'm rewinding. Box cutters. Box cutters. Good evening, viewers, and welcome to Box Cutters episode 357. Who are you and what are you doing here? My <laughs> name is Brett Cropley in the studio for this episode. To my left, Marion Blind. Hello. Dave Lawson. Thanks for coming. Uh, having <laughs> Thanks for having me in here. Rachel Howe. Woo! Very excited to be back, folks. Back. And Tuddy. So happy. Study. Angry old man who will be uh, with us later on in the episode. Do you want to hear something exciting? Yes. Got my internet back. Yay. <gasps> remember how I Hooray. was all so excited about getting it and then I didn't have it. Mm. And remember how last time I was on Box Cutters I was talking about um, PirateBay.org. Yeah. found this new thing called PirateBay.org. Yeah. I think it's so new, the huh? wrong people heard me talking about <gasps> it and they what? cut my internet. So my internet Whoa. was cut. The cable... The mains were cut out of the street. The feds are onto you. Yep. Oh, that's pretty scary, man. It, could, it was either them, it was either Viacom, yep. or it was the people putting in the gas pipes <laughs> who were cutting through the street. So yeah. I went down to the people cutting the gas pipes and I said, I think you cut my internet. And they've gone, nah, nah, it wouldn't have been us. And I was like, oh, it must have been the other people who were using a concrete saw to cut it. And nah, not our problem. And I said, I called Telstra. Ah, oh, well, it's their problem now, not our problem. So five... Telstra people had to come out, and today was the day they connected it back up. Gosh. Do you have wow. any? Is it, are you NBN? No NBN. No, 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 no. Because no, no, no. you're right. Okay. Just the um, uh, dial-up. Mm-hmm. I thought the dial NBN up. wasn't happening for like another <laughs> ten years bing, now. Bing, so. <laughs> so we're back online. Just saying, don't download illegally because there are people who come around in a van and <laughs> cut your cable. Mm. It's like the Wild West. It is. With you, internet. You know what? Horse's head in your bed, maybe, is the next. You never know. Yeah, or a hey, broken in half USB stick. Hey, oh you, my know, God. you know how they've got like that? On the front step. Okay, you know how they've got that ad from a few years ago that was like, bom, 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 at the beginning of movies, and it's like, you wouldn't steal a car. Yeah. You wouldn't steal a purse. And I'm like, well, obviously I would if it was that easy. But my question is, <laughs> is like, later, like, now that they have 3D printers... Is it actually going to be possible in like within the next decade to just illegally download a car? <laughs> oh, yeah, you mean the blueprints Do and print out what? a car. Is that what you're talking about? No, no, I mean a 3D printer where you actually print out a, a car. car. Yeah. Yeah, an actual car. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is still quite a feat of engineering that you would need to undertake to, to put all those pieces <laughs> you know together. I think you would say just you might it. even need a machine, <laughs> I have, like um, a special machine I have for that, that sort of that thing. Piracy, <laughs> that piracy warning thing, I have, something, um, I have something better than that. You wouldn't steal a handbag. You wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a baby. <laughs> You wouldn't shoot a policeman and then steal his helmet. <laughs> you wouldn't go to the toilet in his helmet <laughs> and then send it to the policeman's grieving widow <laughs> and then steal it again. <laughs> Downloading films is stealing. If you do it, you will face the consequences. 
Now, I, I recognise that voice. That's uh, Matt Berry, if mm. I'm not mistaken. That is a bit from the IT crowd. See, uh, season uh, one, episode two, I think. Anyway, that was my uh, community service announcement. Don't download. We've got a big uh, episode of Box Cutters this week for you. We're reviewing the blacklist, finally. We'll be having some of Marion's crushes. Can't wait. We've got an angry old man rant from Tuddy. We'll be telling you what to watch. And all of this week is brought to you without our resident fact checker. Apparently this is a bit of a uh, a virus going around, which has taken Nicola out. So all that and more coming up on this episode of Box Cutters. But as always, let's kick things off with the Box Cutters news. Not much going on, really, in the world of television this week. Uh, So it's pretty much just programming that we're having a look at. So the show that we reviewed last week, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, has been picked up for a full season. Oh, That's a full season pickup on the Fox network over in the States. I still haven't come across any words uh, as to where we'll be seeing it on our local TVs. Mm. Yeah. Um, good show, though. It, it is a good show. It's been rating about 14 million people in the States, oh, which would be like 1.4 mil here. Darn it. I'm really sad that I missed that show now because it seems like everyone like liked that TV show. Mm. It's like the first show that we've all kind of agreed on. <laughs> yep. It's really, we all found it it Good was and entertaining. We scratching each other's eyes out or anything. Don't it? NBC uh, has only, at the time of recording, given a full season pickup to the Blacklist, which we're reviewing this week. Over at CBS, they're a little bit more optimistic. Uh, the crazy ones. Have you got any? Any of you guys seen any no. of that? This is the Robin Williams and uh, I have. Yes, I have seen it. I can't and, do and with Buffy Robin Williams. He drives me show crazy. Where I they haven't Sarah have, Michelle uh, Gellar. I do love Sarah agency. Michelle Gellar though. Oh, I'll I'll watch it because of her. Yeah. yeah. He's. Um, I'm conflicted. Yeah. There's a lot of Robin Williams in there. Yeah, I can't. He goes, um, he goes. It looks like they go off script a bit. Is he doing? He's doing Robin Williams. Oh yeah, but then there's the the good Rob, the 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 acty Robin Williams when he's acting as well. You know, that's good. But then he goes back into Mork. Yeah, but yeah. It, it sounds like if anyone nanny, is going to be a good foil to Robin Williams, it's Sarah Michelle Gellar because she can just really like she's got that great deadpan delivery. And What's she done really, lately? She Obviously. did Ringer a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, that, that wasn't was, very successful. That was yeah, it, unfortunately, it wasn't very good. Mm. Although I, I, she was good in it because she's good. I think. And she played two characters in that. I know. I think okay. maybe uh, all the extra work having to play play two characters had an effect on her, her acting ability. Possibly. <laughs> have, have you watched this? Um, Crazy ones? Uh, yeah, I've seen I've seen two or three episodes of the Crazy ones. It's it's sweet. What's yeah, it? What's it's, it about? It's watchable. So it's father daughter, uh, Robin Williams and, and yep. Sarah Yep, I Michelle can't Gellar. see that. She's not hairy. True, but I just had any, any child of his would be just covered in hair, dark, <laughs> dark, thick hair, like a yeti, like a little monkey baby, <laughs> like a hobbit. Yeah, he would have a hobbit baby, wouldn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Um, sorry. So they have an advertising agency, and it's about uh, you know spinning stuff and and uh, putting together uh, good campaigns and, and stuff like that. That sounds really entertaining. I really want to mm. see this. Really, I'm I was already excited. bored. I'm already bored. But I'm 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 excited. We might take a look at that in weeks to come. Oh, uh, the Millers yeah. on CBS. I, I haven't had a look at this one yet. No. What else is in the news? <laughs> and Mom. 
which is uh, wow. from Chuck Lorre. Yeah, right. Of uh, Two and a Half Men. Don't fame. like Two and a Half uh, Men or The Big Bang. I did have a look at an episode or two over the week of that. Uh, CJ from West Wing is in it. Allison Janney. Allison Janney. Allison Janney is in a Chuck Lorre thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why? She's so great and he's just the worst. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say any television show called Mom is a piece of shit. And locally, at the time of our lives, has been picked and renewed for a second but season. But we already That'll knew be on that. ABC. Because remember. We had read a tweet from uh, Kenny the Dunny bloke. As Josh Thomas has been picked up again, he's mustered. Yes, yeah, yeah. It, he's actually developing like it me. with Pivot in the States. Wow. So he's over in the US right as we speak. Way to go. And that is the Boxcutters News. You're going weak, Alan Dale. The Force is no longer with you. And the reason it's not with you, Alan, is because you're not on box cutters. Craig McLaughlin is. Raymond Red Reddington attended the Naval Academy, top of his class. Graduated by the time he was 24, he was being groomed for Admiral. Then, in 1990, Reddington's coming home to see his wife and his daughter for Christmas. He never arrives. This highly respected officer often disappears from the face of the earth until four years later. When classified, no foreign documents start showing up in Maghreb, Islamabad, Beijing. These leaks were traced to Reddington. This guy's an equal opportunity offender, a facilitator of sorts. who's built an enterprise brokering deals for fellow criminals. Ouch. He has no country. He has no political agenda. Reddington's only allegiance is to the highest bidder. They call him something in the papers. Concierge of crime. You must have many questions. So let's begin with the most important one, why I'm here. Remember the 1986 attack on the U.S. Embassy in Damascus? The abduction of the six foreign nationals from the French consulate in Algiers in 97? The 2002 breach of the Kung Pai Bank in Bangkok? You see these events as unrelated. I can tell you one man is responsible for all three. His name is Ronko Zamani. You want it. I want it. So let's say for the moment our interests are aligned. Blacklist is the latest action thriller procedural from NBC. James Spader plays Raymond Red Reddington, a former CIA agent who has apparently gone rogue and is now an internationally notorious criminal who travels the globe selling state secrets, making deals with assassins, facilitating terrorist attacks, and just generally being a wise-cracking, fedora-wearing, eye-rolling, dryly glib, line-delivering FBI's top-wanted badass. When Reddington unexpectedly turns himself in after 20 years on the run, the FBI is suspicious to say the least. He raises further agency eyebrows when he claims that he has a list of evil bad guys, a blacklist if you will, and he now wants to help the FBI hunt them down. Adding to the strangeness, he insists on working solely with FBI newcomer Elizabeth Keene, a rookie profiler who is literally on her first day on the job when Reddington turns himself in. So, I found Blacklist to be a rollicking good example of its genre. It can be 
quite silly at times, mm -hmm. uh, with extremely uh, un... What's the word I'm Unlikely? looking for? Unlikely. Unrealistic. Unrealistic plot lines. And uh, a lot of sort of shock, twist surprises that you need to suspend your disbelief because it can be very silly and people probably don't really behave like that. But it doesn't really matter because James Spader is delivering his lines in his generally mm. like weird quirky James Spader way and making me laugh and it's got a, a pretty young ass-kicking girl in it played by newcomer Megan Boone Megan Boone thank you very much for that Dave yeah and she she plays a nice you know sort of uh, straight straight man slash woman to um, Spader's kind of wacky um, character. And, uh, yeah, it does keep you guessing. Um, I like the twists and turns, even when they are a bit silly. And I really just enjoyed it. I just thought it was just good, brainless fun. And I really, I was really looking forward to it coming out. And I, um, I haven't been disappointed. So, um, yeah, I'm really enjoying Blacklist. I plan on continuing to watch it. Did you really laugh? Yes. You laughed at this show. I did. There's nothing funny in it. It's full of Is it funny? He's James Spader's good. He he's awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. He's I really like him. Yeah, absolutely. But they're not fun like they're not laughing funny. They're oh, like I so. they're quirky. They're like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> good line. Good line, buddy." Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, so so you're not a fan, Marion? Uh, no, I got I watched and was interested and like I think I like the show yeah I love him he's awesome he's great his character's excellent mm -hmm. the Elizabeth Keane Megan Boone's character irks me irks me just the the whole um you know she's damaged so, so and she's, she's got secrets and uh, he and I she's like a brand new agent Mm. Yeah. she's she's specifically asked and, for by readings and yeah mm. and just all the all the little all those little things that make the na that ha that happen so that the narrative can progress yeah. that are just idiotic and such as just things like I don't know I <laughs> stuff just stuff shut up it's things, stuff just, just shut all up all the things no uh, I don't like her character at all I really like um, Agent Mira Malik. The the British one that oh, yeah. is brought in. I like her. Mm. And she her husband, what's her name? Uh, Megan Boone's not uh, what's the character's name? Oh yeah, I like oh, her yeah. husband's yeah. in there as well. I oh. think that it's okay for us to say that there's something mysterious about her husband. Mm. So this is the box cutters rule of three. Yes. The um, Dave Lawson box cutters rule, rule of, of three two. two. Rule of two now for me, because um, when you when you're forced to watch something, not for not forced, asked like yes. we're going to watch this. Would you like to watch it? And I've yes. got, of course, I'd like to watch it. So I got through two. And here's the thing: what was that guy with the head, the headless horseman last one? Sleepy, Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. So I watched two and couldn't bear. I had the third one ready to go. Couldn't couldn't do it. So I thought that's no good. Don't yeah. like this. This one I only had two episodes, and I thought I really want to watch that third. I really need. I want this. Yeah. But unfortunately. My internet had been cut. Oh darn it! So you did you did enjoy watching Blacklist? Then. Blacklist was good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It is fun. It's it is fun, fun, isn't it? Yeah. And James it's Spader, you could watch James. Oh, I think you could oh. watch James Spader. Read the paper. All God, day, I all love day, the man. All day long. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. For about three days. Everything the man does is gold. Mm. Absolutely. Pretty and this is a great. Ca this is a great character for him as well. So I watched episode one and thought this is interesting. Mm -hmm. and I watched episode two, and episode two started, and there's like all the text on the screen, like where are we and what's happening, and, mm. and then they start explaining all this stuff about the bad guy that they're trying to find, and there's all these 
details. And about five minutes into it, I was like, mm, I'm already lost. I'm not following it anymore. Really? Episode, too much episode information. one, I thought, was much better than episode yeah, two. But much. I still yeah. thought episode two was good. Uh, it ended up good, yeah. but I was yeah. like, do you know what? I'm not going to absorb any of that information and just see how it goes. And I yeah. got there. I got there. I understood it. I think, uh, I think it definitely is one of those things that's just got like 20 different things going yeah, on at all time. Will you persist? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'll keep watching. Yeah. It, it is uh, screening locally on Channel 7, uh, very much fast-tracked. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'll keep an so eye out. It's not like, Dave, you have to have your uh, internet. unsullied internet mm. cables yeah. out the front. Mm. I don't want that. I was quite excited about this show when <laughs> hey, it was Brett, on. Hey, Brett, what do you think of the black? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was definitely excited that James Spader was going to be back on our screens. I, I don't know what it is about him, but uh, after Boston mm. Legal, pretty much everything since Sex, Lies and Videotape, I've been a fan of. So I feel like I've, I almost feel like I've been manipulated by James Spader all these years. And so I'll just, I would watch him opening envelopes on, on screen, mm. I'm sure. <laughs> I am I am very much enjoying the series and there's some great guest Isabella stars. Isabella Rossellini. That was excellent. <gasps> yes, that's right. She's mm. in the second episode, isn't she? Oh, she's so great. She's great. Harry Lennox, who yeah, I from think Dollhouse. I know from then in the fourth episode, Tom Noonan plays the baddie. And I was very much a fan of his work from Hell on Wheels, oh. which was on AMC, which I don't think we've ever spoken about. I, I think next week I might do a, a Things You May Have Missed. Because <laughs> Hell on Wheels, I can, I can very much vouch for the first two seasons of. Okay. Uh, mm. So I'll tell you more about yep. that yep. next week. So that's The Blacklist. It's on locally on Channel 7. It's on this Sunday. Channel 7 have moved to this oh, Sunday right. night. Okay. Or on the uh, NBC <laughs> network if you're in the United States. As established last week, uh, I have two crushes a week. I have lots of crushes a week, actually, but I have two mm-hmm. that I'll tell you about. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one um, is Chelsea Peretti, Come On Down, who uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine we talked about last week, and I kept watching it. I, like, I'm continuing to watch it, and um, she did a really good episode. And so I, um, I looked at some other stuff of hers on YouTube. She's really funny. and um, yeah, yeah, I think she's great. She's been on lots of stuff. Yeah, she's uh, very funny. I think she's friends with Sarah Silverman or something like that. Uh, I know who you're talking about now on uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, I thought Gina, she was a bit right? too much for me in that show. You know. She did the Sarah Silverman program, yeah. not um, Saturday Night. Oh, right. Oh. I do love But she wrote well. um, six episodes of Parks and Recreation. So she's like, she's clearly oh, okay. very funny. So she, yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's She's pretty funny. hot. She's kind of continental looking she's hot. beautiful. I love it. By continental, you know, kind of a, a, a Mediterranean look. She, she's got, she looks like she's got olive skin and Mediterranean and looking that. chicks are super hot. Anyway, Chelsea, I'm down for it. Uh, my other crush is I've been like really hanging out every week to see the next episode of Elementary because of a one Johnny Lee Miller. And Johnny Lee Miller is just beautiful. Oh, good lord, yes. And um, he he's been on an episode of Doctor Who, so it's like two of my favourite things. He was he, the titular character in Eli Stone. Mm, yeah, which was such an underrated uh, show in my esteem. He yeah. was he was on Dexter. For like eight episodes. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. He was so creepy and great. And, and, oh, he's 
So yeah, he does. He does a really good American accent as well. I um, no, I don't. I I, I want the English accent. Well, yeah, obviously in elementary as an English accent, Mm. but he can do either. Like he's he's versatile. Was he married to Angelina Jolie at one point? He totally was. Oh really? Mm. That's right. Because they weren't happy before Billy Bob. Before Billy Bob, first husband. Yeah, yeah. Good on him. Good on him. So Johnny Lee Miller and Chelsea Beretti. Angry old man. Uh, this week's being on the, the blacklist train. I'm going to have a dig at uh, blacklist. It's not the type of show, or I haven't watched one of these type of shows in quite some time. Uh, so what have we got? We've got Spader's Blacklist, um, brought to you by Sony. I think the product placement in this in this show is just... If you haven't picked up on it, now you will. You won't be up... It's, it's just like an earworm now. Just Sony, Sony, Sony. Everything. It's everywhere. It's we can, everywhere. We can never unsee that now. Did it say <laughs> at the end? Does it say promotional consideration? <laughs> Might be Microsoft as well. There could be. Yeah. So we've got uh, Reddington or Spader, who's this whole Hannibal Lecter, Julian Assange thing going on. Um, I mean, he's supposed to be the number four on the FBI's most wanted list for treason or selling secrets, like Assange. But unlike Assange, who's holed up in you know little piece of British Ecuador. Uh, this guy's flying around to Montreal, having dinner, no handcuffs, just, you know, dinner here, there, getting driven around, staying in all the best places in town. I mean, I, like I said, I haven't seen a show like this for quite some time. I don't know if we're supposed to believe this stuff or... Because I certainly don't. Um, listen, it's been a while. I don't know, can we create a new genre? I call it um, Fantanoia. I think shows like this... It's playing on America's paranoia about the whole, you know, terrorism and boogeyman and all that sort of mm. stuff. But it's just so fantastical and unbelievable. That, uh, <laughs> I, I fans annoy. That. If I'm going to watch that. fantasy, it better have goblins and dragons and shit in it. You know, like it's that's fantasy. So then we meet uh, Liz Keen. Liz Keen, who I'm sorry, but even a, a luddite like myself would, I'd set my mobile phone alarm. You know. For my first <laughs> yes. big day first on the day job, yeah. you know she sleeps in. I mean, God, you know, just come on, that's just unbelievable, fantanoia. Mm. Okay, that's um, a good point. So I've got through, I've got through two episodes, and the only reason I really watched the third was to see if uh, Liz stabbed someone in the neck. Cause that sort of seems to be her thing. <laughs> I don't know if it's, it's, it seems to be a running gag. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> didn't happen. Uh, so look, for those of those. Who are into Fantanoia, this show will probably work. I mean, as the ratings might suggest, it's probably a winner in Australia. God help us all. But um, for those of there who aren't into this weirdo stuff, it's not going to drag them in. Um, I won't be watching it anymore. It's on my blacklist. If you watch one thing... One thing. I'm very much looking forward to Jemay, Private School Girl, Chris Lilly's new show. HBO, BBC, all back on board with that one. So it's a a a three-way co-pro. Yeah, I think so. And, um, you know, back to one of his his great characters. And and he has fun doing that character, it seems. I reckon he does, yeah. Yeah. You don't often see him. I remember he did Jemay. It might have been the Arias even presented a, an award as Jemay. Was on the. I remember it was on tri, uh, Triple J a lot as Jemay. So he, he must feel very comfortable doing it. I have a crush on Jemay. Not on Chris Lilly, but specifically on Jemay. I, th- I don't know why. Well, I think Jemay's actually done a, a shoot for FHM or one of the 
Men's mag? Oh, really? Yeah. I, I just, scary. I feel, yeah. I have really confused feelings, like when, when I see Jemay. Did you know people like Jemay? Does she exist? I think she, there must oh, be yes. people yes, like yes, her. Yes, 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 yes. I used oh, to, absolutely. I used to live on Malvern Road and I used to get the tram to work and all of the schoolgirls, the private schoolgirls getting the tram on Malvern Road, I would hear them talking and just think, are these girls for real? <laughs> they can't be for real. They were Jemay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so that's Wednesday, 9pm. I'm really... Really, really, really excited about American Horror Story Come Coven. On. Yeah. Marion. I've been watching all the shows that everybody told me to watch in the last few episodes, so I haven't seen anything to tell people to watch. Anything new? No, so I've been watching Nevermind the Buzzcocks and loving it. And the um that other one that you said, the guy. Rob Brydon. Thanks, yep. And that. So I'm just going to reiterate Brett's what to watches from the last couple of weeks. There we go. I feel validated, man. Yeah. There you go. Tuddy. Uh, I'd have to say Black Mirror, which I think Black it's in Mirror. its second series now, and it's it's fantastic. It's like a sort of modern version of Twilight Zone, kind of. But you uh, say you say second series like we're dealing with a lot of episodes, but these are series of only three episodes. No, that's uh, SBS two on Tuesday nights, nine thirty. It's on SBS. Excellent. Yeah. What's your not to watch? I'm I'm torn that I'm enjoying this program. It's uh it's on ABC two on Wednesday nights at eight thirty. It's the Undateables. It's people. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a UK series. It's people with learning disabilities, and you know there there was an autistic guy mm-hmm. in one of the episodes that I watched, and it's about these people are looking for love, and so they go on uh, dates, try and get online dates, and or set up, and it's quite sensitively done. It's quite heart- heartwarming. Oh, that sounds yeah. really lovely. It is yeah. good. Wow, all this stuff sounds good. I really, really, really want to see Black Mirror as well. I I keep hearing amazing things about it, and I just haven't had the chance to sit down and watch it yet. So that's what to watch. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. Now, there was a bit of controversy. There was a modicum of controversy over the week about part of, of our review of Brooklyn Nine-Nine last right. week. When when I brought into question when Marion said that she wasn't particularly a fan of Andy Samberg's character in the show, and I said, I asked if it was because he's too Jewy. That was actually a reference back to when we reviewed Cuckoo okay. on the program. I think it was Box Cutters episode 324. Okay. Um, when we were brainstorming about why it was that Andy Samberg was really likeable and he'd, he'd been on SNL and, yes. and very successful with the Lonely Island stuff, but he, yes. he hadn't seemed to be able to get his own project up on the ah, telly in the US. And so, right. and so Cuckoo's a, a UK series. I see. And and he was playing a hippie that, that married the local English okay. girl. And that was one of the, the possible reasons that we came up with. So it was actually a callback for long-term Box Cutters listeners. So you weren't saying that you, Brett, are racist. You're just saying that Americans are too racist to have Jews on television generally. Possibly. <laughs> Name one that's been on television. <laughs> <laughs> Just one? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm being, I'm being a dickhead. I'm being a dickhead. I know. So I did just want to clear that up. Um, Thank you for the comment. And, and I love Jewishness. It's great. It's very exciting. Steel Saunders is going to be with us next week Yay. as Box Cutters co-host. Woo. And uh, we'll, we'll be reviewing Marvel's new agents of S-H-I-E. LD, otherwise S, known as Marvel's. Full stop, H, full stop, <laughs> I, 
full stop, A, full stop, L, full stop, D, full stop. That's all we have time for. (laughs) That's Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) And that brings us to the end of Box Cutters episode 357. I'd like to thank Tuddy for his angry old man. He's nodding. And our hosting team this week. Marion Blythe. David Lawson. Rachel Howe. And I do continue to be Brett Crupley. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Peace out. Box Cutters thanks 3RRR, the greatest radio station in the world, whose studios we use to record this show pretty much each and every week. The show is produced by Brett Crupley with Marion Bly, Rachel Howe, Chris Rankin, Chris Tuddy, and the very handsome Dave Lawson. Brett Cropley records, edits, and produces the audio. Peter Wilson keeps everything nicely greased up on the internet end. If you enjoyed this show, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Tell three friends, write emails, post on Facebook, and tweet about us. It means so much to us and spreads the word. Send us your thoughts, feelings, and deepest secrets through the Contact Us form on the blog at boxcutters.net. Thanks, as always, to Josh Canal. It's all kind of different without you. So what's with the spelling of SHIELD? Is it, it an acronym? It stands for something. What does it stand for? Super highly intelligent, extremely large dragon, <laughs> super hairy Indian <laughs> elephant love dogs. What is it? Hi, this is Pete Smith. You've been listening to or have just missed Box Cutters. <laughs>